Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Why Do I Care? I'm your host, Toby Favloro, and today we will be talking about the most heavily requested issue and the issue that is dominating the news right now, the Russia-Ukraine crisis. So without any further ado, let's get right into it. All right, so before we get into it, I just want to tell everybody that Why Do I Care has a brand new website. On the website, you can find all of our episodes, and there's even some merch. And later, closer to the um, 2022 midterm elections, there will be some links to helpful volunteer opportunities. And you can also sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an episode or a beat or an update from your favorite podcast, because I know I'm your absolute favorite podcast. So check that out. The link will be in the show description and on my Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all of that stuff. So yeah, but most importantly, because if you're listening to podcasts, you must have found the podcast. So it's in this description. So check that out right now. So let's dive right into the Russia-Ukraine catastrophe, if you want to call it that. So Russia and Ukraine. So let's talk about some history first, right? Because in the news, all the articles that you read, they kind of skip over the history, but that's really important to understand what's happening because it sets the stage for all of the events that are taking place. So on August 24th, 1991, um, that is when Ukraine is officially independent from the Soviet Union. They declared independence twice, and the second time it actually worked. And then the Soviet Union falls December 26, 1991. So after the Soviet Union collapses, Ukraine is left with the world's third largest nuclear stockpile after Russia and U.S., of course. So Ukraine, there was, it was kind of like a panic type thing, you know? So Ukraine came to an agreement with Russia and the U.S., and they said that Ukraine would give up its arms if United States... United Kingdom and Russia would, quote, respect the independence and the sovereignty and the existing borders of Ukraine, end quote. So that is how Ukraine's kind of made. And they said, hey, Russia, hey, Britain, hey, U.S., you have to respect our borders. So that's all good. And then we jump forward to 2008 and George Bush once again messes up big time on the global political scale and no one really realizes it until the actions have consequences down the road but george bush says that he supports ukraine uh, ukraine's nato membership proposal but then france and germany do not support this so in april a compromise was made and they said that ukraine will one day be able to join nato however no plan or path is laid out so nato is this this uh, organization this treaty and the the main part of it is that if you attack one of the countries all the other countries will declare war on whoever attacked so of course they want to get in on this right ukraine wants to get in on this if they're a country because who doesn't want to get in on this but russia was kind of so the reason france and germany don't is because russia was against it and that should have been a giant red flag right there because if russia is against it why is russia against it well probably because they want to invade sooner or later so that's not great. Big red flag. Let's jump forward to 2014. So 2014, you probably heard this a lot because the Obama administration and all that stuff. So in 2014, 2014 so there was going to be a, um, a treaty with the EU. 
and it was going to be about free trade. But days before the treaty is signed, Ukraine suddenly backs out, and the leader says that Russia pre- Russian pressure is the reason. So this um, sparks massive protests, and there's political unrest and all of that stuff. And then the Ukrainian leader, this is going to be a hard name to say, uh, Yanukovychu, that was bad. Yanukovych, something like that. Um, well, that guy, he, he was then impeached, and yeah, he was impeached, and he, well, he, he uh, fled before he got impeached. He physically fled before he got impeached, and then days later he was impeached. So Russia then says that the Ukrainian government, um, that was an illegal coup. So right after that, troops amassed at the uh, Crimea Peninsula, Peninsula, which is at the lower end of um, Ukraine. And in March 2014, Russia then annexes that peninsula and the U.S. and its allies place what are now relatively weak sanctions. So here is kind of where we left off. So you, um, Russia, the 2014, how U.S. handled it was a big deal. Because Joe Biden was vice president and Joe Biden did have a large say in Barack Obama's foreign policy. However, he was not president, so he might do something completely different now. Because if you if you have multiple chances to make a decision, you're probably going to improve, right? So, um, but what this showed Putin was that there weren't many real consequences and that the West really just wants peace. So there are going to be some weak sanctions, but in reality, appeasement is going to be the path that they're going to pick and not much is going to happen. So as we've learned from history, like World War II, when you appease a crazy dictator, what happens next? They start to push your limits. And so now we skip to modern day, which is six years. And Ukraine is now surrounded. Putin has surrounded Ukraine with a bunch of troops. He has upped the troop limits. Everybody is around Ukraine. War is what seems to be impending. War, it's almost wartime. So Biden and all of the allies are freaking out, right? Because this happens in early January. Everyone's freaking out. And there's a whole bunch of chaos and political distress and nobody knows what is happening. And what ends up happening is Biden and all the allies, they're kind of like, there's a trade of ultimatums. And Russia gives ultimatums saying that Ukraine can never be part of NATO and US rejects that. And then Russia says, hey, no, you're escalating. And that's what happens. And in reality, nothing came out of it. It was just a whole bunch of failed diplomacy and throwing spaghetti at a wall and nothing has stuck. So nothing is happening. The diplomatic route, um, Russia's getting more mad. U.S. and its allies are starting to freak out. Everyone's like, hey, maybe we should sanction Russia so nothing happens because they're surrounding Ukraine. Everyone prepares for war. And then a couple of days ago, Putin's like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to pull back some troops. We're going to limit troops. And then everyone's like, yay. But then we find out that no, Putin, for some bizarre reason that we all got totally surprised was Putin was a liar. Wow, who'd have thunk? Yeah, Putin lied. So what Putin actually did was he increased the amount of troops there. So U.S. pulled back all of its, he, uh, Biden recommended that all U, uh, United States citizens live, living in Ukraine should leave immediately. And they moved the embassy farther away from capital Kiev to the um, western side of Ukraine. 
So that's happening. And then the next step happens a couple days ago or yesterday, depending on whenever you're listening to this, because a couple days ago, I don't know, all this stuff. So a quick disclaimer is now we are in the modern, modern, modern day. So like this is happening now. So I'm recording this on Tuesday, February 22nd at 4.50 p.m. And some of the stuff that I'm reporting happened at two. So that's about three hours ago. So this is really, really fresh. And I know that the second I'm going to post this and whenever it comes out tomorrow, um, stuff is going to have changed, which is why it's really important that everyone's be sticking to the news. But at least by listening to this, you should have a pretty solid foundation for what is happening. So what's happening is that Russia... Um, there are two Russian-controlled territories, and they are called the, um, these are Russian names, so I'm not very good because I don't speak Russian, but I think it's the, uh, what is that, Dontesk and Luhansk, that sounded German, Luhansk, People's Republic, so it's two Russian-controlled territories for years, since 2014, and the Crimea, all of that, these are two territories, they weren't annexed, and Russia was kind of like, okay, you know what, we're going to support you, we're going to fund you and give you weapons and all that. But up until then, Russia kind of agreed that they were part of Ukraine. But recently, Russia recognized their independence. And now, yeah. So Biden and the rest of the world is freaking out. They're like, hey, no, you can't do that. That's This is the start of an invasion. So yes, this is the start of an invasion. Quick note before we go on. This evasion and this war, because I personally believe that war is inevitable here, unless somehow a diplomatic situation or solution comes about. But what's looking like now is not going to happen. Hopefully it does because war is very bad. I don't know if I have to say that, but yes, war is very bad. That's a hot take right here. You heard at first war is bad, but this war be like no other war before us. As we've learned, all the wars get increasingly more uh, different, right? Like World War One trench warfare compared to more modern world warfare but this war will be like none other that we have seen there will be a large amount of misinformation there will be a large amount of hacking and there will also be some tanks and some typical war stuff but it's going to be drones too it's going to be all types of war stuff so no one really knows what's going to happen but what this recent move was kind of widely regarded as the start of the invasion because Putin was just like, hey, yeah, um, you're now part of Russia. Like, we, res- we, um, we recognize you as independent territories. And they can't really do that because they're part of Ukraine and everyone agreed that they're part of Ukraine until recently. So anyway, what does Biden do? You're probably asking because Biden, you know, leader of America, um, America fighting to be a pillar of the free world. So what he's going to do is he's cutting off the Russia's government's um, their sanctions on like the U.S. banks and how the funding because all the banking systems are all intertwined. So that's going to do something a lot stronger. What he's doing is he doing a lot stronger than what Obama did. What he also did is he's uh, sanctioning the Russia's elites. So that's going to do something. He's also one of the most important, in my opinion, is he's stopping the Nord Stream 2, which is a large gas pipeline. And gas is very, very important. But a quick note is that sanctions hurt both parties, right? Sanctions are bad. They are a tool that can be used, but if like they hurt both sides. So this is a gamble, um, a gas pipeline being sanctions that might have a, 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 an effect, like a, what's it called when you throw a rock in? A wave pool, a, a ripple, a ripple effect. Yeah, a ripple effect. 
about gas prices here, inflation, very bad. That's why you should care. I'll cover that later. But um, also, he's um, U.S. forces are moving to these Baltic states. So war is pretty much impending. Everybody agrees on that. NATO and everyone's like, yeah, war is impending. I feel I feel cursed because I feel like the second I'm going to post this episode, something's going to happen. But it's almost 5 p.m. on Tuesday and nothing has happened yet. So that's a good sign, I hope. So... Like always, I'm hoping for a diplomatic uh, solution, but I'm not sure if one's going to come. So now it's time for... Actually, no, before we do why you should care, um, but the why why you should care is pretty simple because, you know, it's war and war is bad. But we're going to talk about why is Putin doing this now. Well, let's think, right? What's happening? What's happening now? Um, so who is Russia's biggest enemy? U.S.? Okay, U.S. What has the U.S. military done recently? Oh, yeah, pulled out of Ukraine. Did that go well? No, it did not go well. That's a very big form. He, Putin saw that as a view of weakness. Um, also, there's midterm elections, so he's going to try to catch America while it's fighting with itself. Um, Angela Merkel is no longer the chancellor of Germany. There's this new guy, so that's a sign of weakness. Um, U.K., Boris Johnson, that's all a big old mess over there. And um, also, there is going to be a French election coming up. So all the big powers in America and um, Europe, they're all in kind of disarray because all these political things are coming up and Putin's just riding high. Also, there's a pandemic, in case you haven't noticed, and inflation's going rampant and all of these things. So that's why Putin kind of said, yeah, now this is the time to do it. But now it's time for why you should care. Why should care is pretty simple because it's war and war is bad. But if we want to go into more detail, we'll quickly go into more detail. This will be a war like we have never seen before. This could affect the U.S. in ways that we have never seen before. If it's cyber attacks, we can expect cyber attacks. There can be raging inflation. This is going to be... It's it's really scary because this has never been mapped out before. So a quick review of what happens. Um, it can kind of get summarized into three points, Right. 2014, Russia annexed Crimea. U.S. and Western allies didn't do much. Recently, Russia surrounded Ukraine. And like today or yesterday, Russia kind of was like, hey, yeah, parts of Ukraine, you're free, even though it's basically under Russian control. So, yeah, those are the three main points. Um, military action, we don't know what's going to happen. Of course, it's very secretive because, you know, it's military action. But we can... Everyone just keep your eye, like keep your ear to the window. Everybody be very careful and listen to what you think might happen. Um, I hope everyone stays safe. I definitely don't think it's going to get to that point where our lives are immediately in danger right away. But if they do, of course, that is bad. Um, yeah, um, I think that's it. Uh, I hope I answered some of your questions significantly and in a well enough way. Uh, for a 15-minute episode, of course I can go into more detail, but it's a 15-minute episode, and the fact of the matter is you kind of just need like a, a summary of why you care, and that's why you should care, because it's almost a war. So um, I think that's it. Um, check out the link to the website in the bio uh, description, whatever you call it, on podcasts. Um, sign up for the email alerts, because the email alerts are very, very good, because I will be sending out um updates and check out the website uh we even have a shop now which is pretty easy to set up on my end so but if you want to get some cool swag feel free to do that it's not the most expensive but then again it's not the most cheap thing because it's clothing but 
it's not that expensive and the profits will go to me and I will work and put the profits back into making this podcast even better for you guys. So, um, a little, I'm going to give you guys a look into my personal strategy right now for the podcast. So what the podcast is doing right now is kind of, um, doing a big launch, I guess. So like, yes, it's already been out, but this is kind of like the big push. So if you follow me on Instagram or follow the pod on Instagram, you saw that there was a giveaway Tuesday. So yesterday for you guys, because I'm posting this on Wednesday, even though I'm recording on Tuesday, that was a pretty smashing success. We have double the subscriptions or the signups to the email website. But yeah, if you think, if you care about this podcast, please recommend it to people, get people listening, spread the word. Um, I enjoy making this. I don't only make this for personal clout or fame. I do this because I think the message is very important. Everybody should hear it. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out. Um, all this fun stuff. And um, I think that's it. Thank you so much for listening. This was one of the longer episodes. It's a very difficult topic to cover. Um, I should. I, I think I'm going to plop an ad right after this. Right after this ends, you can... I don't know if you care if you if you if you're nice you can just listen to some 30 second ad it's for anchor which is a really great product I heavily recommend but uh I think that's it so thank you so much for listening and have a fantastic rest of your day hi so if you guys stuck around um I just finished recording the episode and I go to my phone because that's what I do when I finish the episodes because I get texts and CNN gives me alert and says break new secretary of state calls off planned meeting with Russia's foreign minister and latest signs that diplomatic avenues with Russia are closing so with that I'm actually gonna leave you because there's not much to dig in that's pretty self-explanatory so yeah diplomatic avenues are closing um the diplomatic uh, resolution to this might not be as available so um Yeah. Boom. All right. Goodbye for real, guys. Thanks for listening.